What's up, Lady Ballers? Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. Hi, Gady. Hi. Hello. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Where are you right now? I'm in Louisville. Yeah. Congrats. Are you so excited? Yeah. It's been a good time so far. So we're in a cool hotel. It's like an artsy hotel. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and that last game was amazing. You had such an incredible goal. Um, can you tell us about the game? Like, what was that like? Um, yeah, so it's never fun to go to Portland. I've said it before. Um, and it's always just like, I, that was my first time winning at Portland through my whole NWSL career. So that was pretty cool in itself. Yeah. And then, um, when I scored, uh, it was so quiet in the stadium. And I was like, did I score? Like, (laughs) it was so weird. So, um, yeah, it was a good, good time. Definitely my best time in Portland yet. (laughs) That's awesome. And what has the season been like as a whole? Like, what what do you think has made you guys so successful, like, so far? Um, I mean, this has been a really long season. Um, and just, I think, a lot, both physically and mentally. Um, but I think we have just, like, stuck together from the beginning. And we're just, like, constantly, like, we're going to win. We're going we're gonna to grind through it. We're going to stick together. Like, we're resilient and, like, there's so many girls on this team who have pushed through injuries or just like pushed through like their own personal battles. And I think it makes just like a respect and a common bond with all of us. So I think that's been like the biggest thing for us. I love that. That's fantastic. And it's so important as a team. So what is your mindset going into the big weekend? Um, when? <laughs> Do what it yeah. takes. yeah exactly we are gonna do whatever it takes we're gonna leave it here um I mean yeah it's definitely win and stay healthy and stick together and just keep grinding through it we've already made it this far all the way to the end so I think we're just like let's get one more game in and finish it strong and we're really proud of us no matter what so it's been a good experience so far I'm just curious do you have any like pregame or the night before any superstitions or like routines that you do before like a big game? Um, uh, honestly, I'm not like that person really. I kind of, we all have, we've had cheesecake before every meal, not like cheesecake itself, <laughs> like the restaurant cheesecake, but that's not by like choice. It's just what we had and we don't change it. And I got, I've had the same thing all year and it's just the Thai chicken lettuce wraps and Korean cauliflower. Yeah, that sounds so good. Yeah, it doesn't mess up my stomach. Like we're gonna stick with that. Um, and then obviously just like a good night's sleep. And I have probably like way too much coffee, and it's my excuse to buy expensive coffee the day on game day. So I will buy my six dollar oatmeal (laughs) oatmeal cappuccino. (laughs) Nice, yum. What happens if you don't find a cheesecake factor? So what happens though if it happens to, to Friday? Have you guys already looked it up? <laughs> Are you going to be driving to like Cincinnati? Yeah, honestly, we probably would if that was the case because we have people on our team who are superstitious and it's an, it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone yeah. eat the cheesecake? Um, Our coach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I could... For real, you could go to a stop and shop and it's probably like pre-made in the, in the fridge section too. So if yeah. you guys find one you can check the grocery store <laughs> yeah we'll not have that one that's gross <laughs> so 
Oh, sorry. I was going to say, what as a team, when do you you feel like you guys are, are the most unbeatable? Like what has to click for you guys as a team on the field for you guys to feel unstoppable? Um, I think it has to do with like the tackles and just like getting in. Like the grittiness has always been Chicago Red Stars, like in a nutshell, and just people who will lay out their bodies. And that's like the DNA for Chicago. So I think when we see that pretty early and like someone gets stuck in, um, it definitely like lifts the energy and it just kind of shows like we're not afraid and like we're going to go for it. And then the football just comes like second. So I think once we like really get into the tackles and lay ourselves out, like that's when we're like, yeah, we're, we're good. We're set. We're going to keep going. I love it. Nothing hypes me up more than seeing one of my teammates just entirely take someone else out. <laughs> not, honestly, I know it's like football. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, so you're wondering too, can you tell us a little bit more about your soccer journey as a whole and when you realized you had a true passion for the game and how, like how old were you? Um, yeah. So I started playing when I was pretty young. Um, I have an older sister um, who's four years older than me and she started playing. So I kind of did whatever she would do. Um, so I think I was like four and my dad was her coach and I would go in and like play with them sometimes. Um, but I was just a naturally very competitive person. So I remember when I was really young, like I would count the score of like how many goals I would score when like you weren't supposed to. And that was just kind of even just like other games, like card games, like Scrabble. I just love games. So that was just kind of the natural competitor in me. And then soccer, I think um, I just watched a lot too. I watched Premier League when I'd wake up with my dad in the morning because he's like an early riser. So West Coast time, we'd be up like 6 a.m. watching games um so I was just like a big soccer junkie growing up and I wanted to be really good so I just kind of pushed myself and he would be like you can get better like at this thing like he'd give me little pointers and I'd like I would just take it in even if I remember being a little stubborn and be like yeah whatever dad but but secretly I'd be like okay next game I'm gonna get lower on the defender and like put my body like back to goal a little bit more so I would definitely take notes um and then I guess as I got older um I joined a more competitive club team and that kind of helped me with like the ODP. I don't know if that's still a thing. And um, yeah. And then as I got older, I got recruited to USC um, and my sister also went there and she walked on the soccer team. So that also just kind of like followed her footsteps in a way. And yeah, it just kind of worked out that I was able to stay in Southern California with my family and we won a national championship there. Was she a senior when you were a freshman? Yes. So she was, and she also wore her ACL her senior year. So she wasn't actually playing, but she was there. So it was kind of nice. Like she was my protective sister in a way. Did that help like ease the freshman nerves and the, the, how scary it is knowing someone who's a little bit older or did she give you an extra amount of shit because you were no, she was, um, well, she always is kind of like protective and she's the been like the one who does like everything right. And I'm kind of the one who's like free and does kind of usually gets in trouble and then like she'll help protect me. Um, but it was funny because her, there was two girls that were older than me and she was like, you guys are going to be best friends. I already know it. And then like the day I walked in, I was like best friends with those two girls. So she kind of like helped me in that way. And it was good. It was good that she was there. Like, cool. <laughs> so sweet. Did you so always, while you were oh, sorry, Shan? Did you always know you wanted to go to USC? Um, yeah. So um, when I was younger, I would go to the, the youth camp, like you know when they do the summer camps. I went to those, and I took them like probably way too seriously. Like they probably didn't care, <laughs> but I was like, I'm gonna win MVP. Like I'm gonna go. So I would, 
I would try really hard. Um, and then Ashley Nick um, was from the same city as me. So she played there and they won the national championships. I was like, wow, that's so cool. And I looked up to her. So it was just kind of like the path that was not the easiest, but like the thing I saw the most. So I was able to really just like hone in on it and be like, okay, that's where I want to go. And I love the energy of the school as well. Yeah, we've only heard amazing things about it. It sounds like a great place to play and to go to to go to school as well. Um, you mentioned your sister tore her ACL. We know you got injured too. Did you tear your ACL? Yeah, so I've done my ACL two times. Um, I did one in high school, my end of my junior year, actually both and then college my junior year. Wow. So uh, the second one I always says was always say it was like my biggest um, blessing in disguise because I was able to take on the fifth year. Um, and we, that's where we won the national championship. And I also decided to play with Mexico post second ACL surgery. So, and like, it kind of started that path. They opened that door for that path as well. So it was, it's been tough, but it's also, I think made me who I am. And I mean, ACLs are just like, I it's, it's tough, but it's, I feel like it's so common now. Like it kind of creates a bond with other players. Like, Oh, you tore your ACL. Like, it kind of gives you like a little edge, I think, because it makes you appreciate the game a little bit more. So, yeah. Totally. We were just talking to Emma Checker um, about this and she was just saying the same exact thing. She's like, these injuries sucked so hard and they're not easy and it's the worst time ever, but you learn so much Mm -hmm. and like, you just appreciate the game more. And like, it's just, it is a blessing in a way like you, I don't know, you could focus on other parts of the game and actually become better when you come out of it. Um, so I just love your positive spin on that. That's so great. Do you have any advice for any players like who are so down on themselves and are just so upset that they're not playing because they are injured? Um, yeah, I would say there's like two things for me that I found that like were really helpful. And one is obviously like being a student of the game. Um, I feel like I like obviously love watching soccer, but one of the things that I would watch the goalkeeper which isn't something I usually like I'm always focused on like the offensive build but if you watch the I would go and watch the goalkeeper trainings and you kind of learn their details and their habits so like it was I was able to kind of like learn what they were thinking and then I was like okay well if they're thinking that then I can kind of maybe trick them in a way and I even now they're like goalkeepers like I have no idea where you're going and I'm like yeah because I like have watched you guys like do that too so I'd say like definitely watching the game um and you can learn and be a student in that way um and then I would say just like doing the off fitness and the lifting and like the stuff that kind of that you usually shy away from that's not soccer specific um like I think I was at my fittest when I after I tore my ACL because I was just like so focused on getting my body strong so like yeah you're not playing the game but like there's other areas where you can focus and get yourself off the field like just as strong so that when you do come on like it's just a breeze so maybe not just focusing so much on soccer but just like the other things I love that you said that it's so true it's like there are other things that you can be working on and saying the tip that you should just focus on being a student of the game is amazing I forget what uh player we were talking to but they were saying how like you only touch the ball two minutes out of the game so what are you doing the rest of the game like you have to work on your movement you have to read what's happening next and I think that's so it's something no one really like really talks about when you're injured. That's such a cool thing you get to focus on. And um, you come back onto the field feeling so much more prepared and confident in your abilities. Yeah, 
Absolutely. You mentioned your injury led you to deciding to play for Mexico. How did that like go hand in hand for you? Yeah. So um, after I tore my second ACL, um, there was also a girl, Tanya, who was playing for USC at the time. And she um, kind of implanted that like idea in my head of like, well, because my mom is Mexican. Um, so I have my dual citizenship because of her. And she was like, you should just like try out, give it a chance, like see how it is. And um, after I tore my second ACL, I was just being realistic with my career and, um, obviously being American as well. Um, I didn't see myself really like ever being on the team. Um, so I was like, well, I want an opportunity to go play in the Olympics or world cup or whatever it may be. So I was like, I'm going to try with Mexico. And so I was able to try out, I went to Mexico city, um, by myself in my Spanish mind you is not the best. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go. We'll see how it is. Um, and it was probably the best experience. And I also just grew so much from it because it was like, just kind of being thrown in blindly and hoping for the best. And I've made so many good friends from that experience as well. And I've learned so much about myself and I honestly feel like more like a, not a passion, but like just deep rooted with my Mexican heritage because I did that. So I definitely more appreciative that I looking back to that. I decided to go with Mexico. That's incredible. That's so cool. Like that you, you took that leap of faith and it really ended up paying off and you learned so much about yourself, not just soccer, but like a part of your heritage. That's really cool. What are you hoping to achieve with the national team? Um, I still would like to play in a world cup or the Olympics. That's still definitely like a top goal. Um, we won gold in Barranquilla when we like played in the, um, Central American games, which was a huge achievement for us. And it's something I'm really proud of, but definitely like an Olympics or world cup is still on the list. And I, every day I'm like, I don't know how long I'm going to keep playing. So now it's like, mm, maybe I'll keep playing till I'm 30. We'll see how it goes. So as long as the knees stay strong, hopefully that can still be a goal for me. That's awesome. And what changes are you hoping to see in the end of SL right now? We know there's been like such a crazy year for you guys. Is there anything that you want to see personally happen for the league? Um, I guess I would just hope that, this is like such a minute detail probably like of something, but I just hope there's more um, like we have more say of what we want. For example, um, like a preseason in an off season and like getting a schedule beforehand before you even go to a preseason. Like to me, that's so frustrating that we entered a preseason last year in February and didn't even have a schedule till I don't even know when it was. And that's really frustrating for me is that, we're kind of just thrown into situations and we do go with it, but I hope that we can at least have some better communication that when the schedule happens, like we know in advance and like when a preseason happens, like even now we still don't know when our preseason is, which is a little frustrating for next season. And then we don't know what our season is. And we do have lives outside of soccer and um, it does affect us like, mentally and physically I think even this season has shown because you do have more injuries happening because the seasons are longer and I hope that we get compensated too for the extra games and tournaments that we that we play so when we played in the ICC cup 
I think that's what it was called. Um, we didn't get paid for that. And it was just, and we would bus to there and back. And like, to me, that's super frustrating. Um, even in this tournament, like we're busing back to Chicago and, and I get it. Like it was a last minute, like it's the finals and it's last minute, but it's a little frustrating that like people are booking their own flights so they can get home a little bit earlier versus taking a five hour bus ride. So that's frustrating. Yeah. So I just hope that next year we can maybe have someone who can help with like being our voice. I'm personally like not a big, like stand up and like use my chest. So I hope like I can just be supportive of the people who are, um, but yeah, I guess that's a big frustration for me. And I hope that we can either be compensated for it or just have better communication. Does wow. each team have like representatives that you collectively can like bring these suggestions and we'll call them suggestions, you know, they should be demands for what should be done. But is there like team leaders or like a place that you go to? Is it, is it the players association that you bring these concerns to? Yeah, we do have a PA. So that's a little more helpful. But I guess like in that situation, I mean, there's just so many like, it's hard to to make change so quickly you know and things do take time so it's like you can say the things that you want um but then it kind of like it's like the chain or it's like you tell them this and then they have to tell that person and it, it just makes it a little bit longer so I mean yeah that's the hope that that would a happen lot of, a lot of moving parts but you guys are a professional organization and professional players and you should be treated as so yeah to me that's crazy to go to preseason to not know when your games start yeah or have buy your own plane ticket home that's yeah but i was just thinking it, it even affects your it affects the way that you're training like how do you know when you're you can take a break <laughs> like you're yeah. always having to be fit and turned on yeah, it's exactly. kind of crazy I, I don't think that's a lot to ask for for just more structure and thinking further in advance like hey guys can you just send us the schedule ahead of time But thank you for saying that because that was like the first time someone mentioned it on this podcast. So I hope that some people can listen (laughs) and make those adjustments. What can our listeners do to help as well? Oh man. See, that's the thing. It's like, I also feel like it's crazy that I feel like I'm even a small voice in the bigger picture. So um, I guess just like, I think what people have been doing now is just retweeting things or resharing if they truly feel like obviously if you don't feel like entitled to like don't do that obviously but like if you feel like you want to support us I think that always helps um and just yeah being involved it always just makes it much better um I guess personally I think I probably could be a bigger like no this like I guess I didn't I just kind of assume people know but they don't so I guess yeah that's probably one way to help Definitely. Well, everyone who's listening will retweet this episode once they hear it. So you can hear all this and hopefully there's change to be made. And it's crazy, but I mean, you guys have come such a long way, but there's still so much work to be done. So it's so great that players like you are are speaking up about these things so that we're aware of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we didn't even know about this stuff. Um, Do we want to wrap up with some first and favorites, guys? Yeah. Um, What was your first job? Um, my first job, um, I worked at like a gym as the front desk person. Did you get a yeah. free membership? Yes. <laughs> do you, do you remember your first college goal and what was the moment like? Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a funny story. Actually, my first college goal, um, 
we lost four to one, but I scored the first goal and I did a dance celebration with um, one of my um, teammates, but she was on the sideline and it was like the Neymar would do it like the no set no, and he would do this dance. And then we lost four to one. And my coach said like, never do a celebration ever again. And I was like, okay. So it was really embarrassing, but bring <laughs> it around in a circle. I actually, when I scored the fight, the last goal for the national championship at USC, I did the dance. <laughs> that dance. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Like full circle, things got better. We won. That's so cool. And your coach is probably dancing too. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired, but oh. <laughs> it was a different coach. <laughs> so it's still kind of work. time. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What's the, what's the first thing you do after a game? Um, if there's chocolate milk, I love like a glass of chocolate milk um, after the game. Um, and I just like sit and just like l- talk to the team, my teammates and just like relax, which is fun. <laughs> what was the first concert you've been to? Um, I want to say it was Sync or Backstreet Boys. It was at Universal Studios. And my mom surprised my sister and I. We were at like re- a restaurant, and like we opened the menu, and it was like you're going. I think it was in sync. That's, that's cool. so cool. What a great idea. Like, yeah, that was like my one memory. But I don't know if it was in sync or Backstreet Boys. That's cool. They're like the same. Um, yeah, yeah. Same, same. We're okay. not the same. All right. <laughs> Backstreet Boys. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, what was the first professional game you ever went to, regardless of the sport? I think I would go to, I went to a lot of Laker games growing up um, and I'm a big Kobe fan. So I was like, my mom would get um, box seats with her work. So we would always go when we were younger. So I think that was like one that I really remember. Um, and then like Galaxy games, I was like the ball girl a lot. You know, when they bring the the little balls and you get to walk up with them. Yeah. I don't know, how, but I did that a few times, which was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, who was your first celeb crush? Oh man, my first celeb crush. Uh, what's the guy from? He was just in Taylor Swift's music video, Dylan something. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I know who you're talking about. It's Dylan something. He was in the werewolf movie too. Oh, he was. In, was he in Teen Wolf? Yes. Oh, I think yeah. it was the Dylan guy, and I I don't know his name. I'm like really bad with celebrity names, but that was like my crush. I would say Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. What's your favorite pregame song? Oh man. <laughs> right now it's a um, big energy Lado. I literally love that song. My sister and I, I were just jamming to it, like on repeat 16 times in a row. Now I hate that song. I loved oh, it no. for the day. Hate it. I'll love it again tomorrow, <laughs> but it's a great, it, it just makes you feel better. Doesn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's such a vibe. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what is your favorite cheat meal? Um, Pazookis, like um, the ice cream with the cookie, cooked cookie on the bottom. Oh. And it's skillet. Yeah. I, I have my what that was called. Are you, it's a West Coast thing, like the BJ's restaurant. That sounds great. I want Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, who's your favorite teammate to train with? Um, current or former? Either. Um, okay. I'll do one of each. My former would be Savannah McCaskill because, and we're like really good off training 
together because she'll push me and like we just have the same like soccer IQ and love doing the same thing. Um, current would be Sarah Woldmo um, because she's just like also just a great soccer player, soccer mind, and like she push. She's very like good at pushing me and knows how to push me in the right way. Um, and just like is competitive and likes like we'll just bet sometimes to like make each other work harder, which I really appreciate. That's awesome. I like that a little friendly betting. Mm-hmm. I love betting. <laughs> What's your favorite hobby besides soccer? I like, I like to think that I'm creative and like, I like doing art projects and like DIY things. <laughs> yeah. So like I just did a little, um, like I made Nikki, my teammate, a birthday gift and I like, did some like cool little thing with ropes and a design on a wall and I gave that to her as a gift so just like anything creative I like yeah Those are the best gifts yeah they it's really fun. are have you gotten lost in the TikTok like DIY oh yeah it's I made the, the Sherpa chair actually did you see oh, that ever yes no but that is that sounds awesome yeah I like and rented then- all the stuff and it was really fun that's, that's great yeah. Um, what is your favorite sports movie? Uh, so I'm actually not a big movie person. So maybe like bed it like Beckham. Yeah. Keep it easy, but it's good. Or like dodgeball, if that counts. Yeah, that absolutely counts. <laughs> of course it counts. <laughs> Are you not a TV person in general or you just don't like movies? Like do you prefer shows? Um, honestly, I, I watch like, I watch Love Island. <laughs> I'm here for it (laughs) okay cool yeah I'll watch Love Island US UK I'm on Australia right now but like I don't watch anything else really that's a great one um all right last one what's your favorite soccer memory I feel like you probably this is probably hard because you have a lot of great ones no um I'm still gonna ride the high of the Portland goal yeah Question. I'm gonna say, yeah, that's a good one. So we're gonna go with that one. Perfect. Love it. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on. It was so great talking with you, and we're so excited for Saturday. Good luck, and we want to see that dance celebration after you score the game-winning goal. All yeah. right, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. Enjoy your cheesecake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Thank you. laughs>